Hello there. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith West. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Kong. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 339 of The Sith List. I am one of your hosts, Raj Lachai, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguayo, the man we call Nutgasm. Oh, Less wow. Nutgasm? No, what was that thing you said, Eric, in the... Nutrageous. Nutrageous. I'm just saying Nutgasm? Is that what I said? You did. Yikes. Les, just what's up, it. buddy? Yeah I, be, yeah, I almost had it. You know what? Y'all call me Crunch Crunch because I yes shook a little thing during during Logan. You normally I'll shake a little thing, be, don't you? I'll, I'll have it be known <laughs> that it wasn't Reese's Pieces. It was actually peanut butter M&M's that got me the nickname. Oh, that changes the name then. Yes. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. So it was worth pouring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going, bud. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. The man we call the king of all pods, Mr. King Tom Chansky. What is up? I'm thrown off because at the end of the video there, you didn't have Darth pointing. Yeah, I think I played the wrong one, or I don't know what it did. Yeah, it didn't it threw, do a good. It threw me off. I'm, I'm messed it up. It threw me off, too, because the scale was a little off, too. So I don't know. And it's, it did it start weird for anybody else? Like it was yeah. already a handful of yeah. friends in? Yeah, I don't know. It kind of like messed up there. I don't know. Sorry about that. Uh, for the people that are watching on Patreon. And then and, and thank you, Patreon people, for listening to that 15 minutes of uh, natural gas talk, electricity, and old school candies from back in the day. Yeah, there was a, a whole <laughs> lot of, by God, when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> we did a way we was for the people that already get the way we was. But uh, for the non-Patreon people, please join and you'll hear such things. Randy, what is up, buddy? What's up, guys? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, I'm ready? doing all right. Great, great. And last but not least. The man we call El Hombre. That was for you, buddy. That was great, man. <laughs> I'm, very good. I'm not very happy right now. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh that was a gosh. flashback from back in the day. I yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah, but man, seriously. I had a lot of time at work today, buddy. If you, if you <laughs> <laughs> I was desperate. Yeah. I was, uh, oh, and for the people that are listening, I had a whole background of the uh, cowboy running with his 
uh, in Tatooine of all places, running uh, with his horses uh, in a beautiful like uh, stride, I guess. Um, with but the old I'm school doing, music for your old school fans out there. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing super awesome and fantastic. Great. That's fantastic. I'm glad everybody's doing well. Uh, 339, it's going to be a fun one. It's already fun, and we have it just barely started. Um, but uh, let me jump into the shenanigans before I uh, ask how everybody's really doing and if there's anything exciting in people's lives. Uh, check us out, Sithless.com, for all kinds of great things like our YouTube channel and all the episodes are obviously on Sithless.com and our podcast episodes are on there. Check us out, Patreon, we're on there as well. And then uh, all kinds of other cool stuff. Sithless.com is where it's at. Anybody have anything cool happen this weekend? Uh, was it a ho-hum weekend? No? Nothing? Um, I had something kind of neat, man. Ah, uh, my my Bluey podcast I do with my family, Dinner with the Healers. We got a really nice email from somebody telling us that how much their kids really like the show and that they oh. listen to it on car trips and stuff. And oh. I asked her if it would be cool if I called them out by name and yeah. uh, first name only on the show. And she's like, oh, my gosh, they would love that. I was just, that's really sweet, man. That's just yeah. really cool. I'm glad people people like that. That's really cool. That's awesome. Was her name did, Amanda? Did they leave you a one star? No. No, it wasn't my <laughs> wife. Smarty pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. I left him a nice... Hey, by the way, people, yeah. Leave leave reviews and, and uh, five stars. Or is it five stars or four stars? Five. You don't five. even... Like for, for the Sith List and any other podcast that you want to support, you don't have to write a review. Mm-mm. Just go and rate it five stars, five stars. on Apple Podcasts. Right. And it helps. Yeah, it really does. It it helps move you up in the rankings whenever people are searching for the subject right. matter that are, you know, in the metadata of the show. And yeah, it's just a nice thing to do. Right. It's all good. Guys, anybody watch it? Uh, well, let's just jump in the box up. So I almost jump, jump the gun there. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fred. Well, without any notable competition, Avatar The Way of the Water continued its mighty box office reign with ease. James Cameron's blockbuster sequel added another 15.7 million in 3,600 North American theaters. Um, And so far, Avatar 2 has generated $620 million at the domestic box office, $2.117 billion. And on Friday, it passed The Phantom Menace to become the fourth highest grossing movie in history, and that's, you know, inflation numbers will tweak that a little bit. And 3D, by the way, people. Uh, so don't get all crazy, James. Okay? Don't get all crazy. But you're still amazing. So number one, Avatar. Number two, Puss in Boots. Uh, number three, A Man Called Otto. Number four, Megan with a three. And then uh, one, and then we got uh, Pathion, I think it looks like, or uh, at number five. I don't know how much it made. Probably less than 6.4. Because that's what Megan made. You've you've seen Avatar, right, Raj? I have not, not yet. Are you are you holding out out of like spite? No, or no, no. See, do you I just hope people don't think, add no. to the number. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, I know what. That's, I'm sure people are going to think that I'm doing this out of spite. I actually really want to see it. It's just three and a half hours for us uh, to go and try to sell that to you know um, Lorena to go watch it with me. It's, it's kind of tough. But I did see two movies this week. Uh, one in the theater and one uh, here at home. Um, we bought 
Steven Spielberg's Fables Men or Fable Men's or whatever it's called. Um, uh, and uh, it was very good. It was very, very good. It was, it wasn't anything that was like unbelievable, but it was, it's a great coming of age kind of story and only that Steven Spielberg could kind of make. And it was amazing to think that this was partially about him. Um, pretty cool story about relationships, divorce, family. Uh, Michelle Williams is unbelievable. Paul Dano is unbelievable. And the kid that plays, allegedly plays Spielberg is, uh, I, I can understand why it's getting all the accolade. Uh, it's, it's done very, very well. Um, yeah, he's, he's just amazing. But the Ed, Ed Hirsch, am I saying his name right? From Taxi? Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Judge Hirsch. Yeah. Judd. It's bullshit, dude. Yeah, I don't care. Judd. Yeah, whatever. Uh, he is in the movie for four minutes, and he fucking got nominated for a Golden Globe and an Academy Award, dude. Come on, man. Yeah, like it's less than four minutes, maybe. Um, I like him. He's cool. He's cool in Hunters. Uh, but yeah, not great. But I did see, here's another movie I saw. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, me and Lorena went in the theater, local theater. Is any movie that's nominated for best picture other than Avatar is five dollars. So we're like, let's go, let's go check this thing out. And um, I knew a little bit about it, but um, I wanted to play. Do you guys know a lot about this or not? No, Some, I don't uh, think I don't think a lot of people do. And I wanted what, to play what do you the. Mean? Well, just a storyline. Because it's nominated for Best Picture, nominated, yes. better, nominated for Best Supporting Actor and Actress, I believe, uh, and maybe... I think support, Best Actress, just, right? Best Actress, yes. Is Michelle Yeoh? So, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So here is a quick trailer. This is Wang. This is Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now, you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, whole time to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you, be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. Wow, that was really good. <laughs> Time is waiting in the wings. The universe. He speaks of senseless things. Is so much bigger than you, than you realize. Of all the places I could be, 
I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There is no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here to this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. little David Bowie action there. Uh, so batshit crazy. As, as crazy as that trailer looked, the movie is even crazier. Uh, it, was, it was warm. It was funny, hilarious at points. Uh, people, it was heartbreaking at points. People were bawling next to me. I, I, I didn't get emotional, but people around me were like just bawling. You could hear them like weeping. Um, it, it isn't exactly what you think it is. And you get out of there going, what? I still don't know what the fuck just happened. So, but I can tell you, I understand why it would be best picture because of the time and effort that that story took to make. I don't know how they edited this thing because what you saw, there's a zillion more different multiverses that she, you, you, you go check out for half a second. It's uh, I, I recommend it. If you just like movie making, um, I don't recommend it. If you're going to like, if you think it's going to be like a, like a comic book movie, because it's not, uh, I know they try to portray it a little bit like that. Very cool though, man. I, um, I think you guys, I think everybody here would dig the actual visuals at least and the storyline. And I, I thought it was uh, a pretty rad and I'm glad that it's nominated for best picture. So well it done. looked wild, man. It's I, wild. Man. I, yeah, it's I crazy. am intrigued by it quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny too. It's it is definitely hilarious. I mean, I laughed out loud multiple times uh, in it, which is which was great. And then there's yeah, there's like I said, there's emotional scenes. And um, what I love about it is they she does get particular skills from all the different verses and brings it to her present to fight, which is rad. This is really cool. Um, so yeah, that's I, those are the two things that I saw, other than like cheapy uh, Netflix movies and shows that I've been watching. Uh, anybody watch anything else uh, this weekend at all? Lost? You still I, doing the Lost thing over there? Yeah, I am at the season finale episodes of season three, and I just got to oh. say, man, I what a trip! It, it's again, it's one of those shows where it's impossible to predict what's going to happen because it's just variable after variable after variable. But I really am enjoying it. This even when it's as just wacky as can be it's still a fun ride and the acting has really really been good i've, oh, yeah. I've enjoyed it quite a bit yeah you, you're you're getting ready for some cool stuff yeah yeah that's for yeah. sure oh i miss it i miss it i miss it well guys i think it's time uh, I, uh, randy um, did you watch uh, you go ahead bud oh I, I, so i finished up hunters oh yes that's one. right yes, season yes, one. yes. i still have to watch season two um I liked it. There were two big reveals at the end of season one. One I was okay with. The other, <laughs> I don't know that I liked. But I'm yes. willing to go along with it. You're, without spoiling it, you're talking about the very end reveal. No. Oh, the okay. It was the, revealed earlier the, on in the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Uh, yes. Season two will kind of show you some stuff. Yeah. I, I have um, a funny story because I, I started Hunters as well. Good okay. show. I dig it. 
funny enough, I started because, you know, Raj, you were watching it, King Tom, and then mm-hmm. also Brittany's parents started watching it. So I was like, okay. oh, yeah, I was like, everybody around me is watching. I got to start it. Good show. Right. I like yeah. it. Funny enough for them, because season two just came on, they you open up first. the Amazon app, you know, you press, oh, Hunters, let me start watching Hunters. Oh, they watched no. the entirety of season two. Oh, no. Before seeing season one. Oh. The whole thing. So, oh. so it was it was funny. I was I was dying when they told me that. Oh. Now they're watching season one. I think they're on like episode nine or eight of season right. one. Well, it's like a prequel now for them. Yeah, exactly. So I, yes. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. yeah. And that it is, there is massive spoilers in this thing that will I ruin bet, yeah. a huge yeah. storyline. So they didn't say anything, right, to you, Boo? About no, no, no. Two? Okay. All no, right. no, they didn't say anything. Yeah, I'm glad it's getting a lot of people watching because it, it's definitely uh, they, they spend a lot of time. You can tell the production value is great in it. They do a good job. Yeah, uh, and I also uh, started uh, Poker Face. Oh, oh Ryan yeah, uh, Ryan Johnson's. Yeah, um, it's we only watched the first episode. Uh, it was it was entertaining. I'm definitely curious to see where okay. they go with it. She's a great actress. She she is yeah, Natasha Leone. She is Natasha Leone. Yeah, she's a phenomenal actress. King King Tom is the only one that have uh, peacock. Yes, we have yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, in the country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all it takes is one of these shows. You know what I mean? Like nobody had Paramount Plus until Yellowstone became insanely huge, and now you know a lot of people have it because of it. Um, and Amazon Prime, um, you know, Hunters and uh, Jack Ryan. Is it Jack Ryan? I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah, you're yeah, right. Jack, yeah. Those two weren't huge hits for them. I mean, they were great. I love both of them, but they weren't huge. Like people weren't talking about it like crazy. Uh, but you know, now people are like getting the the gist. Oh man, this stuff is pretty good. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably like a three to four to five year wait on some of these streaming networks in order for them to get like you know some traction. Uh, anybody else? Randy, did you watch anything at all? No. Uh, yeah, I watched something. I mean, other yeah. than Last of Us. Oh yeah, I watched that. Um, <laughs> For the first time ever, I've never seen it before. I watched The Notebook. Oh, you must have been on a date, Randy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, Shut up. listen, dude. I've watched The Notebook multiple times, and I only watched it my very first time with Lorena. Uh-huh. It's a lovely story, dude. Yeah. Yes. It is. And the really? ending will get you. Okay, the ending will get you. It pulls your heartstrings. Right, I mean, it kind of saw it coming, man. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, I think I. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, you know. I, I mean, it being out there in popular culture for so long, yeah. I think it's you know it's like somebody sees Empire Strikes Back and they see Darth Vader being Luke's father coming, you know, only because subconsciously they've learned just yeah. enough about it from hearing other people talk that right. it seems obvious. Right, that is yeah. true. Kind what of did like you think him. of the movie, though, in general? Did you like it? It was all right, yeah. Rachel McAdams yeah. fantastic in it. Well, yeah. She's, yeah. She's They're both pretty good. Well, Gosling's just, you know, God Gosling, damn. he's just doing it. He's just natural. He's just Gosling. He's just Gosling. All yeah. the talent up. Young Gosling, beard, <laughs> bearded Gosling, building a house Gosling. Right. Yeah, it's <sighs> never over, Gosling. It's, it's never over. It's never over. Yeah. And I watched Knives Out again. Oh, yeah. Anyway, got snubbed, by the way, for Best Picture. All Glass that Onion? shit. I'm sorry, Glass Onion. Glass Onion got snubbed. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. And Netflix really pushed hard for that. Yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. It's tough out there. It is tough out there. Guys, let's jump into some Star Wars, if anybody hasn't seen anything else. So let's go. Uh, there's some news out there. And uh, Thrawn, what you got? Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Well, in the saddest of news, let's just lead off with that. Jedi Survivor is delayed. It's been pushed back oh, from, it was that. supposed to come out in March. And I mean, it's not a ton. It's six weeks, but it's moved it from March 17th to April 28th. And it's all just about, you know, they want to make sure it's as best as the best it can possibly be and so on and so on. So fortunately, the there's not been a ton of negative noise that I've seen in my limited social media venturings. So people are more like, yeah, make sure it's good. They'd mm. rather have that. Because honestly, for no longer than I've been back into the video game sphere, delays are just pretty much par for the course so yeah delayed but i mean it's still gonna be rad it's obviously pretty close to done right. and if putting the finishing touches because what so many people who aren't into gaming just so that you know a lot of times what studios will do is they'll have a deadline they'll try to pinch it out might delay it a little bit but whenever it drops on you it's not great and through a series many series of patches that they'll finally get it where it's pretty playable and uh the problem is is the suffering that you go through to get to that part but uh you know a lot of people had that with um cyberpunk now the game's pretty good but it's it took a while to get there and it's i guess i would rather them sit on this thing than put a game out like that that's yeah. infuriating especially when it's a property that you love so much like this but uh who's who's planning on getting that day one I'll definitely get it day one. Yeah. I think I'm going to. Yeah, same. Uh, anybody going to do... What, what is the box set you can get that comes with the lightsaber and all that? Oh, I saw that. Ooh. That looked cool. I, I, yeah. I know they have, like, yeah, they have a big, like, collector's edition. I've never really been much into collector's editions yeah. and, until I play the game and then find out I like it. I'm like, oh, I should have got the collector's mm -hmm. edition. <laughs> it's I so, really like this. Yeah, one of my problems is that with the multiple being in a multiple Xbox household mm. and uh, mm. the way it works, I won't go into details. If anybody can't figure it out, hit me up. I'll explain it to you. But uh, any game I buy on our home Xbox, my kids can play it. Even if I'm playing it down here on our non-home Xbox, signed in as mm -hmm. me. And so digital editions are the only way to fly for any game that I think they'll be interested in because right. otherwise it's d d down to one of us. It's okay. Let me have the disc. I'm ready to play this. And so digital is the only way to fly. But I mean, yeah. I am intrigued by a collector's edition that has a lightsaber. I recently built a lightsaber. I hadn't a really long time yeah. and it sort of renewed my interest in them. But anyhow, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and another <laughs> small piece of sad news the one guy we kept talking about him. He was uh, Cyril's sidekick in Andor, the little 
puffed up meatball army guy. Yeah. Uh, his The character's name what is Linus Mosk. He's not coming back for season two. Oh. And he, the actor who portrays him, let me make sure I get his name right. Uh, Alex Ferns had said it on Twitter. Somebody had probably tweeted about it. But he said, I thought that would be the case, but alas, you've seen the end of Mosk. I had a blast playing him, and I'm glad you and others enjoyed him too. So, it's, I mean, I'm not devastated. I thought the guy was a butthole, but is anybody... (laughs) He was a a good butthole. Yeah, I mean, mean, he did a great job as the character. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he was pushing Cyril in ways that Cyril needed and wanted to be pushed. So, I mean, he served his purpose to that. The guy did a great job playing the part, but yeah. So the last time you see him is during the, like the big fight between the locals and the empire is he's there sitting on some stairs, drinking hooch out of a (laughs) flask. So I guess that's where he ends up, you know? Right. Sad, sad. But yeah. So the only... will do that to you, Eric. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work out great for me. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> King Tom and I were actually discussing that very thing. And uh anyway. Speaking sorry. of hooch. Tapper. Look at that. Isn't that something? Right on cue, man. Yeah. Uh so Bad Batch, we got another episode and yes. we watched it and stuff King happened. Tom hated it. King Tom did not hate it. I got a nice text this morning. (laughs) Well, first thing I saw in the morning. Now that's an episode. I remember when King Tom used to text me, uh, but he put, but then he put fucker. So it wasn't like I wanted to see that. So that's an episode, fucker. Well, King Tom, then why don't you lead lead the discussion on this? Yeah, sure. Um, Let's go, batch hater. Oh. Okay. What didn't, Sorry, didn't expect to be you know up front and centered? Oh, this was um, the Bad Batch. They went to some. I thought the visuals in this episode, the locations were great. That station Beautiful. at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and it, it it was just it was really nice looking. Uh, and uh, you know the first thing that came to my mind uh, was a term that later on, right after I listened to this episode, right, right after I watched this episode, I was listening to the Bad Motivators, and they were mm-hmm. struggling to come up with the phrase the Droid Gatra. Gotcha. Which is a gang of droids. Um, you know, the Bad Batch is dealing with them. Uh, oh. Turns out the droids are smuggling uh, uh, or, you know, trying to kidnap Gunji, the former Jedi a Padawan seen in the Clone Wars. Uh, Bad Batch rescue him, take him back to Kashyyyk, where the Empire and Transdotions are not only ripping down the forest, but hunting down the surviving Wookiee clans. Uh, and the Wookiees and the, the, the Bad Batch team up to stop the empire it's a very simple story and you know it being a cartoon you know so i i was very happy to see gunji and a bunch of wookies um you don't expect anyone to die but we don't we, we, know we saw some we saw some people die we, yeah, we, we saw, saw, wait, 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 i i mean uh, characters yeah <laughs> that was <Yeah>. awesome <laughs> um you know we don't know what happens with gunji later on um mm. So, you know, this could be the last we see of him for a while, but at least it's not the last. Uh, yes. Thank you, Eric. I'm sorry I said said it wrong. It's Trandoshans. Sorry about that. Trandoshans. Uh, Droid Gatra. Uh, 
but yeah, I thought it was it was the, the episode moved. It had some great locations. The story was good. Um, you know, there, there was a there was a little bit of me that thought maybe Gunchy's going to become a permanent cast member, but that you know, I guess D. Bradley Baker had the five votes and vetoed that. Um, <laughs> five or six. Well done. Uh, but yeah, I, so I this was my favorite of the season by far so far. Uh, this was your favorite episode. I I I gotta think back to last season, um, but so far it was my favorite of them. Uh, Araj, you just said so. I, I wrote you that text, um, mm-hmm. and then you just said, "Yeah, the lo- the locations, the settings were nice." But other than that, what what did you think of it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to get into it too much because I wanted to save it for right. you know. Uh, I yeah, I thought this was the probably the best animated, visually animated episode that I've ever seen. The fire. I mean, this is simple things like fire. Mm-hmm. Can it, it just it looks so real and it, looked, and it was so detailed it just it looked beautiful and Kashyyyk looked beautiful especially at nighttime. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that the Wookies were speaking and uh, touching the trees and, and trying to get guidance by nature itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was like a simple story. It wasn't anything like it was too crazy and. Uh, but I appreciated what they put, the effort they put in. And my, be- my the best part was that the, with the Wookiee just getting blasted when he just like instantly put up his arms yep, and he just gets blasted <laughs> shot, and yeah. just shot off the dam, whatever those things were. Um, and his buddy didn't even react. He no, he didn't even react. Out. Yeah. He didn't He's give like, a shit. Oh, time to right. go. <laughs> right. Move along. Move along. Yeah. Uh, what's with Filoni though, making these weird, like the, every time there's something to ride on, I, I think they just look weird in Filoni-verse. You know what I mean? I just It, it doesn't look fluid. Just, just be happy it wasn't wolves or something. Even the wolves yeah. didn't, you know, back I know, then. But just be happy they great. weren't them, yeah. yeah. Was that thing from somewhere else that we've seen before? I don't know. I don't I don't, I've so. never seen it. I was trying to remember, and you know, because the thing, the, the, the big giant cat-looking thing, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They look like cats. And then the other creatures right. who, when Gunji told them, listen, as long as you don't attack them, they won't attack us. And yeah, that those thing. guys. Yeah, the spiders with one of those. Yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. The ostrich head. But uh, I did really like the visuals, like you said. I loved Gunji. I thought he was a really cool character. I haven't been able to watch it with my kids yet because I had to watch it while I was at work. And kind of funny story talking about d bradley baker having all the votes we've been watching a lot of king of the hill the cartoon was you know hank hill and all that and it's funny because in most of those cartoons the voice actors will do multiple characters and so like it's funny because it's super obvious when the lady who uh portrays nancy gribble the newscast the weather lady when it's other, she's doing other characters. She <laughs> doesn't try to sound any different. It's right. exactly, I don't know, Suge sounds just exactly the same. So I had the show on and like up on my monitor at work and I was doing something. And the first thing I thought was, oh my God, that guy sounds just like Hunter. Mm-hmm. Well, of course he does. They're freaking clones. It's like, but that <laughs> occurred to me while I was listening. Yep. I felt like such an idiot. But uh, yeah, it's anytime you get to see lightsabers and Wookiees. Mm-hmm. I, just, I think that's neat. I think the Trandoshans suck. I do and too. You know what's weird though, and this this they is gonna me be out too. this is gonna be I don't know, man. You see that, and you're thinking, what? How on earth could they do that to this creature that's plainly humanoid enough that they're 
equally sentient and all that, right? But then it's like, think about the sheer volume of animals that we as humans do that to with the assumption that they're not. And I mean, I, you know, the Wookiees have a whole language and all this stuff, but I don't know. I really thought about it for a minute before I went to lunch. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was weird, man. But I thought the music was good too. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. The music I really was cool. dug that. Uh, and the droids, they were cool. I liked their voices. I yeah. liked like the the gruff, street tough mm-hmm. voice of the droid at the beginning. I got a question for you, Eric. Though um, I, when I'm watching these droids mm-hmm. and these droid gangs, like, what's the end game for the droids to get like tons of oil baths? Like, what are what the fuck are droids gonna do? Like, That's are they gonna a- are they gonna sit back like like Tony Montana and do a lot of coke and have a lot of chicks? Like, like I don't I get what so. the end game of like a cartel droid gang. What is what's what what's the end game for them? Well, and that's a good question. And I think I have an answer because I've have thought about this before when the idea of the droid gotcha came up. Right. Right. And it was funny when we were talking about that on the motivators, I'm like, Oh my God, Sal Perales is like screaming at us right now. <laughs> but, uh, the, they've established that the droids are alive. Right. Right. L3 was uh, alive and Mm -hmm. we we don't have to have that discussion again, but also any, any bad person like that or whatever. Yes. The money is great. Yes. uh, The chicks and the blow and all that stuff, but it's the (laughs) power they enjoy. The power is what's intoxicating and the power is what really drives them. And it's knowing that they hold this power is part of what makes a bad guy like being a bad guy is the power. And so for them, that that's sense. probably the bulk of it is the power that, that it is, it affords them. Yeah. I guess that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But that makes anyhow, sense. I, I yeah. don't know, man. Tony Montana did say you get the money first, then you get the power. Yeah. And then you get the woman. I mean, he did say it. Yeah. I guess it's the same. But um, I don't have anything else Star Warsy. If there is something and I've missed it, my apologies. Um, so. I saw something that was interesting that, that King Tom, at least, and and you, Eric, with the with the um, uh, High Republic stuff. Uh, did you guys see? Uh, we're going to talk about Nick Offerman in in, in a bit, right? Uh, with the Last of Us. But do you see that uh, somebody put up a picture of him and said we need him in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. And he would be a great Porter Angle. Do you guys see the the little picture they put up on Twitter? No. Mm-hmm. And I think he would be a fantastic Porter Angle uh, for the people that have read High Republic stuff. Uh, he, his range is so great. And we saw his range just this week. Um, and he can do comedy. He can do serious. He can do just he can do anything. Uh, I would love to see him in a Star Wars, man. Uh, what do you guys uh i mean i know you guys are big fans anyways but oh, i'd sure love to see him in anything and having it be in something <laughs> yeah, right. that i really dig like star wars i think i would know be, would be excellent and i think that that would help draw uh certain fans who maybe have drifted away or people who never were that keen on star wars because like right. my wife before i'm not going to get into the last of us just yet but uh she hasn't watched the first two episodes but I could handily have her come and watch this third episode and she would love it and get the emotional reaction that you're supposed to get from it 
because of how well contained the story is, but also because Nick Offerman and the other guy, they're just so good. We saw Nick Offerman live at his comedy show. Yeah. And he's oh, just so oh, real, cool. man. He's it was really cool. He played his guitar and sang oh, and so would like cool. forget yeah. the words and have to like kind of repeat a line a few times. And he I mean it was real. He wasn't just doing it for show. Yeah. And uh he's just yeah, he's he, he's just something. So yeah, I would love to see him in Star Wars. Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you um, see that uh, Celebration has some uh, guests lined up and Hayden's going back and also Mads Mikkelsen was going back, which was interesting to me. Um, you know, it's not interesting the fact that they bring him back like a Star Wars veteran to do autographs and stuff. But I wonder, isn't, it, isn't his brother uh, allegedly going to be in uh, a Star Wars? Uh, allegedly? Allegedly, yes. Mm. It'd be so the- crazy if he announces his brother on stage or something that would be very cool that no. would be the my guess for him being there though is because he's going to be in indiana jones 5 and oh, sometimes right, lucasfilm likes to use these star wars events to promote the other <laughs> properties yeah last last celebration was uh lucas con yeah was pretty Lewis. much yeah so yeah you're probably right about that that's true that's exactly why he's there well that shit's on my thing uh, Battle Scars uh, expert got released. Did you read any of that, King Tom? I know you're going to read the book. Uh, no, I did not. I'll, I will read the book. I tried to. Yeah, it was stay a pretty long excerpt. Uh, uh, yeah, I read it. It was pretty cool, man. I'm, uh, and I haven't played the game. I've just watched it. People playing it on YouTube, um, and I think uh, it's going to bring a lot to the story that you guys are all going to be playing, and I'm going to be watching on the sidelines. <laughs> so, there you go. That's your Star Wars. Thank you, uh, King Tom. Thank you, Eric, for that. Appreciate it. Cheers, Boo. Man. Oh wait, wait! Before we, I'm sorry. We have an email from from uh, our, our our friend Dan. Hey, Sith Fishers, <laughs> I'm curious if Star Wars resonates with whatever religion or beliefs you grew up with. I grew up Protestant, so I see the Savior stuff. But now, as an agnostic, I'm seeing more and more of the Eastern philosophy aspects. Do you guys resonate? Do you guys resonate with that shit too? If not, it's it's whatevs. Just curious. It's a big part of what I got into Star Wars, why I got into Star Wars. For context, I got into Star Wars towards the end of the Last Jedi theatrical release. Oh, that's pretty wow. cool, man. Uh, and that's from uh, our boy, uh, Dan, a.k.a. Darth Bane's Deceptionist. So that's interesting. So I'm agnostic, too. Uh, you know, I believe in God, and I believe in specific religions, and I think every religion has a has something to, uh, um, to take out of and and to help you in your life so i i am spiritual and i believe in god um but the this i never thought of star wars that way until i got older um and uh, you know the the force and all that is definitely um yeah i think I, i think lucas if i'm not mistaken took it from eastern philosophy a lot of the aspects to it especially yoda um but yeah, man. Uh, that that's my take. I know uh, Eric. Uh, we has talked about it multiple times. Yeah, I mean, plainly the Eastern religions. There's a lot of pull from that, but the, I mean, and because the tenets of most religions tend to have a lot of similarities, there are strong Christian overtones in all of this. And you know, right. Star Wars was made in a time when the nation was 
predominantly Christian. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think you just, you're naturally going to get some of that. But again, like I said, the tenets of most religions, most faiths revolve around a bunch of similar ideas. But one of the biggest ones is redemption and like what earning it would have, like what that really represents and all of that sort of thing. But, um, but yeah. How about you guys? Less? Did you ever take anything from this, like religion-wise? I mean, it's probably easy to just correlate things, to be honest, yeah. in my opinion. It's probably really easy to just say, look, especially for those of us, I would assume most of us have had our uh, have had our period in our life. You know, like I, like I said, I went to an apostolic Pentecostal church mm. pretty much every day of the week for about five years um i think it's just automatic i think it's something that is just based you know that's just what we base our stories on there's always a villain there's always a hero uh there's you know so i guess i would say that it 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 lines up for sure yeah uh randy king tom boo and you um, I, I was. I see. Oh yeah, go for it, King Tom. Oh okay. Uh, I was raised Catholic, and Star Wars has been present in my life for as long as I can remember. And um, there are definitely times in my life when I related to the idea of good and evil, uh, the idea of redemption, uh, even the idea that you know we're all interconnected in these ways. Spirituality. I I, I related to that as portrayed in Star Wars more than what I learned in school or at mass. Mm. Um, And I think because I could understand it through Star Wars, it helped bridge that to religion for me. So I, I, I think that's, I think that's what he's asking where, yeah, there was definitely, it definitely helped. And I definitely saw it in, in Star Wars first. Yeah, it's cool. Go ahead, Boo. What were you going to say? Yeah, uh, not not very religious at all, but um, I I always did see in Star Wars the how big of an aspect, how important of an aspect it was for the spirituality and what what you know drove kind of the 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 the, the whole feeling of the galaxy essentially you know it's just this this idea of the force things being interconnected things you know meaning something there's good and there's bad you know there's a there's a balance to it that that kind of thing so i i i was always able to 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 see that and be like huh that's that's pretty interesting but no no real religious connection for me but i could see how it is it could be very very connected for a lot of people yeah definitely yeah yeah you ready you have any uh take on this at all um, I mean, I think that it pulls from so many different religions, like the basic uh, ideology of like uh, your own personal responsibility to your community and all that. So it's kind of hard not to take something from it, whether you're religious or not. Right. And I think that's kind of always the relationship I've had with it is um, being raised in a family that is religious, but not to the point where they're practicing going to church every week, but definitely right. a God fearing family. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I just kind of took uh, with star Wars that 
there's a little bit of Buddhism. There's like, a, yeah, right, right. Um, and just like your own Catholicism, yeah, yeah. But I, I always kind of took it like the personal responsibility you have toward the the people around you. Yeah. So, just a parting thought on this. Several years ago, at church, we used to do every summer or you know every year. It started out as summer at the movies, but then it morphed into something else. We would do the series where we would use very tightly edited movies to make a, a point and you know with lots of scripture to back it up and right. we'd green screen it and my pastor would talk about you know blah 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 on this character and some of some of them we'd show a bunch of the movie and 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 so on i was adamant that we did force awakens and i gave him this entire thesis <laughs> essentially on here are the teaching points of this movie yeah. and uh we did it and it was pretty rad that was actually when my buddy lucas made that uh, millennium falcon guitar that's sitting over there oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh i played i wore my stormtrooper armor when i played on stage which was kind of neat but it's cool man and i mean it's we did it on a very low budget, but I spent forever editing that so to where I could show the most amount of story with the least amount of movie. Right. So it was tough, you know, especially because it's got an orchestral score. Actually, the orchestral score made it easier because you can do hard cuts with uh, in the movie without it messing up the flow of the music because it's orchestra scores aren't to a click and. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. if, if you guys ever want to see it, I can throw you a Dropbox link. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, thanks, buddy. We appreciate that, man. And I think you should dive into the High Republic stuff. I think the High Republic stuff is, is uh, I think you would dig it. I think you dig it. It's very spiritual, uh, especially the uh, the the way that the Jedi, I've said this a thousand times, the way the Jedi use the Force and the way the Force, um, I don't want to spoil it, but there's some cool stuff they do with the force. I, I, I think you'd dig it. Sorry, Raj. I do have, I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. That I get more of that with destiny than I do with Star Wars. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Because it's, can they make destiny much... a li- Can they do, can they transfer that to, uh, and I think oh, we talked yeah. about this well, last Sony week. Has right? They could, Sony, right? Sony, Sony bought them. So I, okay. Am, so it might happen. Okay. I'm expecting something at least in the next five, seven years, maybe. Oh yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I, I we're gonna get into boo bits, but before we get into boo bits, I wanted to just to put this clock on because I thought it was cool. So, boo, this is gonna be a little clock before you. This is nothing bad towards you, but it's just. And for the people that are listening, it's the lost countdown. I just thought it was cool to do because we love Lost. It's it better be bitch. Oh yeah, it's bitch bike. It's bitch, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bitch. It's bitch. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. <laughs> There's the countdown <laughs> to your bits, boo. To how like like serious and just like. Yeah, quiet that was. The music <laughs> coming in, and that better be bets, better be bets. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and Locke yeah. saying like I was wrong. And, yeah, well, the end of that thing, I, 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 I was premature on that thing. It, it says, it says uh, the end is near or something like that at the very end of it. Well, well mm-hmm. when it gets to zero, it is the end of the world. So it is allegedly. Right. Boop, it's kind of. Fast. Um, 
By the way, uh, something I for totally forgot to tell you guys, I watched um, You People. I watched 75% of it. Uh, not because... Oh. Not because... No, 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 no. Not because... Um, not because it was bad. It was phenomenal. It's, it's great. I, I definitely watch it, people. It's really good. Eddie Murphy's great in it. Jonah Hill is just like... Just, he's doing his freestyle and free-flowing, just, uh, just ad-libbing how, everything the hell out of it. It's really good. It? Huh? How, cr- how cringy Oh, it's cringy. It? It's cringy. Oh, it's cringy God. on every level. It's cringy on, on – it's, it's pretty much this take, uh, this, this generation's take on uh, Look Who's Coming to Dinner. Uh, uh, if you remember that with Sydney Poitier, guess yeah, who's go coming ahead. to dinner? Or, guess so, who's coming together? Yeah, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, and my bad. It's our intro didn't last as long as normal, which is when I normally yeah, would I have done this. But yes. I know one of the things we've all talked about on here is dissing on the uh, the holiday letter that goes out with the Christmas cards about yeah, yeah. Junior got accepted to college yeah. and blah right, blah right, blah. Right, right, right. Well, I got a letter. In the oh. mail from somebody. And if you're ever going to do this, this is how you do it. It was a novella of sorts that was <laughs> that told a story about a journey. And it was really cool. And it was my friend Madison oh, and okay. uh, her boyfriend, Sean, and uh, their their adventures of early retirement and traveling across the country. Oh, wow. That's cool. It was very well done with pictures of of the events that they're talking about. And it if you're going to do one of these, that's how you do it. It was really, <laughs> really cool. Okay, man. cool. So you're put saying some, be interesting pictures. first. Yeah, be interesting. Yes, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's super critical of not, you know, plus the fact that I actually was mentioning it didn't hurt my, with my, what with my fragile oh, ego go. and all. Go, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, it's, it was less about them and more about the experience in general, which that's what made it cool. Well, that's cool. That's oh, different. That's and another different. thing I got to tell you, and I forgot to bring this up too. My bad. I know I'm derailing the show. You know how we talked about when people send you these things and the Christmas cards and all that, right? A guy that I was working with, it's this contractor. He said, we somehow got on the subject. I don't even remember how. And he goes, you, you think that's weird? You want to hear something? One of my buddies gave me a framed family photo of his family for a oh. gift. For a gift? <laughs> what am I going to do with this thing? He goes, it wasn't a Christmas card that you stick on the refrigerator until Christmas is over. He goes, it's in a frame. That's you think insane. I'm going to hang this up in my house? That's crazy. That's what weird, right? Well, that's like egotistical, <laughs> dude. That's like you're thinking you're, you and your family are so important that somebody's going to want to put your, your family up on your wall. It's, I mean, it's not like it's your parents. Exactly. It's, Unless it's your right. brother or your sister or your parents. Yeah, dude, no. Yeah, that's wild, man. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't no, know what to a, do with that's that. That's a no-go. That's <laughs> anyway, no-go. That's all, Put it in the garage. All. You're so bad. Yeah. no-go. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. Oh, go ahead. But oh, you people, yeah. guys, check it out. Yeah. Um, no no family pictures here. No family pictures here. Something you will be doing with your family, hopefully, is watching the Super Bowl. Yes. Watching the Super Bowl. And there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of trailers, hopefully. I always love uh, the commercials. They're always mm-hmm. some of the best commercials of the year and seeing the the trailers and teasers. Uh, I think we've talked about there's going to be a Fast X one. Mm-hmm. There's going to be another one I can't remember. There's been there's be two more that I can't remember, but the Disney ones have been kind of rumored or released. Uh, there's going to be another Ant-Man uh, and Quantumania one, possibly. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, ah. uh, The Little Mermaid, Elemental, 
and there's also a chance that Indy might have a uh, have uh, might have a TV spot along with a chance for uh, the Marvels. Oh, the Marvels! How cool yes. is that? I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another one that's not Disney related, uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, uh, will will have a uh, Super Bowl uh, TV spot. So of course that's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And in slow mo. Oh, it, it better be <laughs> explosions and all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so there was what I think it was Tuesday yesterday. Um, James Gunn had his ah. DC slate uh, Palooza. If you will, yeah, saw that he, he went. Uh, he went pretty buck wild. He he said a lot, put out a lot, uh, answered more questions than I thought he would, which was interesting. Um, so let me just give you their their TV and movie plans. They call yes, it for please. Chapter One. This is yeah, Chapter this is, One. This is crazy, dude. It I is. read it today. It was nuts. Yeah. So less is gonna be happy. Yeah, this is their DC Chapter One. Uh, it's the Chapter One: God and Monsters, Gods and Monsters. I'll start it off here. Uh, you have Booster Gold. Whether or not these are TV shows or movies, I'll get into a little bit more later. But let me just name off the main characters that are going to have their own thing: uh, okay, Booster Gold, Swamp awesome. Thing, Paradise Lost, Good. Swamp Thing's coming back, The Authority, uh, Green Lantern, Amanda Waller, mm-hmm. uh, Superman Legacy, yeah. Creature Commandos. The Brave and the Bold, which is a Batman movie, yeah. live action, and Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. There's also wow. another one that they that he talked about, which was uh, the Batman Part Two, which yes. is Robert Pattinson. So yes. I'll start off with that. There's yes, going to be two you. live action Batman movies. There's going to be the Pattinson live action Batman, the one that we saw, everybody loved, great job. Now there's also going to be the Brave and the Bold. <laughs> Good job. Good. Stick with me here. The Brave and the Bold, which is going to be Batman, and it's going to have his son, uh, Damien. Yes. yes. His son, oh. Damien. So, Didn't I say this like a while back? Like, you did. You did. Fucking Damien Wayne. You did. I think, I think you've said a lot of these things already less. Oh. So, you know, funny enough, I was talking to one of my coworkers about Batman and Robin, how weird it is that, you know, Batman's running around with essentially a child, you know, that's an orphan and stuff like that. I guess this is the only way that you, and I was telling him, I was like, with Damien being his actual son, this is the only way you can have him running around and not be weird. So, yeah. Who knows how old the kid's going to be. into battle with, like, super villains. The kid's a psychopath anyway. But, yes, Mm. Damien is a nutcase, and I love it. Oh. Great, yeah. <laughs> great, and I love it. Yeah, um, and then there, the the next you know big heavy hitter there is going to be uh, Superman Legacy. So it's going to it's going to be a younger Superman, and where he's going to be dealing with trying to be not trying to be human, but you know acclimate to being a human on Earth, as well as dealing with his Kryptonian background. So we're going to see him kind of grow. They don't say how old he is or young or, or anything like that. Um, in relation to this, somebody asked uh, James Gunn about uh, the whole Henry Cavill situation. Mm-hmm. And he had an interesting answer, which I thought was, I don't think he meant it to be backhanded, but it came mm. off that way. And I think he might be sick of the questions, which I completely understand. But it's it's a situation that he probably fell into, but has to answer for. So I get it. So what he said is that... Uh, he didn't fire him. He mm-hmm. didn't cast him. 
Yeah. So I think I think he's trying to nip that shit in the bud, kind of like uh, who was it, Ron Howard? When people asked him about Solo Two, he's like, "I ain't doing it. Stop asking me," kind of thing. Right. So, <laughs> but so yeah, uh huh. It does leave the door cracked. It leaves the door yeah. not even latched for Cavill to return much later as an older Superman. And I think that was mentioned. If mm-hmm. it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But it's there. It is there. Yeah. And Gunn has said he's willing to work. And apparently mm-hmm. there's been rumors that they've said they'd be willing to return in any way, shape, or form. So, who oh, knows? really? A Kingdom yeah. Come Superman with Cavill oh, yes. with the, the great You've been streets. saying that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll take whatever they give us. They can give it to uh, Tyler Eklund, too. Yeah. So speaking of the door being cracked, Les, that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, he said he said that Gal Gadot, uh, who else? Affleck, Gal Gadot, Affleck. Affleck, and a couple other actors. The door is open Uh-oh. for them to reprise their roles. The door is open. Whatever that means, Les might be right for an older older superhero story where they they could fit in better and stuff like that. That'll be that'll probably be what's. What's there? So that's that's actually pretty good. Well, uh, I heard I heard Boo that that gun called Cavill, but then Cavill said, "Pardon my French, but you're an asshole." I think that's he did say that. Uh-huh. Cavill uh-huh. seems like way too nice of a guy to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. A bit, man. I mean, they want an end game. They they want to have a plan. They want mm-hmm. their Infinity War slash end game. Maybe they want their uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is more of a DC thing, and their most famous thing but kingdom come is an event all into itself that can easily close all the like just tie all the loose ends up and close out a chapter but it looks like gun knows that he can't rush this shit like Not he really knows what that's he's what doing I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's what like, i'm saying yeah no no no. we can trust wait, in this dude. dude man i know people are freaking out but trust this guy man he knows what he's doing Sorry, and i heard ahead, boo man. i heard initially that they're going to start off with the superman legacy that's going to be the first one. And so then Batman's going to come out like three months later. So Batman Superman two. legacy is uh, both the Superman and the, I, I think maybe all three, hold on. But I, the, the Superman legacy is uh, 2025, July 11th. Um, let me see here. I don't, I, I do have the Batman part two, the Pattinson one. That's October right. 3rd to uh 2025 yeah right and then i don't think i have the the brave and the bold doesn't have one though so yes so so the actors that have the open door gal gadot jason momoa ezra miller and zachary (laughs) levi yeah their their door is open to reprise their roles but not cavill allegedly Uh, you know uh, just let it go hopefully just let it go yeah let it go everybody because you just gotta wait Trust hey, the um, and a- any news on Joker too? Uh, that's happening. That's happening. No, oh, I know it's happening. They, they didn't talk about that. Not too much. What, what are they? He, they called it. Uh, he's. Yeah, they call it's it DC Elseworlds. Else, thank you. There you go. Elseworlds. DC Elseworlds. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Elseworlds. Yeah. So, so that's what that'll wow. be. Is DC Elseworld? Some of the other mm-hmm. things, like probably the Pattinson uh, Batman movie, is probably gonna be an Elseworld thing. Because it, it it probably won't oh, yeah, relate. For sure, it, it won't relate to what he's doing as far as the gods and monsters uh, chapter right. one business. So yeah, um, 
what else do I have here? Yeah, so so this would be mainly DC news because it was yeah. it was pretty big. It was yeah, I was I was surprised at how much he talked about. So those are the real big heavy hitter movies as of right now. That I'll start getting into the shows. Uh, Amanda Waller is going to have her own series. Um, it's going to be it's going to be put in between um, season one and season two of Peacemaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so she's gonna have her own series. No real news about it, but uh, uh, she'll have her own show. Viola Davis come back. I think she's great as Amanda Waller. Yeah, I like she's that fucking... they're gonna give her some depth to that to that yeah. character. That's she deserves it. Yeah, she is terrifying. She's um, awesome. another one that's gonna be a series is Green Lantern, and it's going to have um, Hal Jordan and um, mm. John Stewart. John, John Stewart. Stewart. Thank you. Yeah. There and you it's... go, Les. You've been waiting for this for since we've been doing this podcast. So it gets even better. Uh, the series is going to be in the vein of True Detective. That's, Holy that's, shit. That's what he said. What that oh means or how that relates, God. I'm not sure, but it sounds pretty cool. That's rad. I love it. Yeah. Um, isn't, it called the, isn't it called The Lanterns is what I heard? Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I, I didn't even get a title. That's pretty good. There yeah, you go. The Lanterns. My source Very is good. Good job. Wim. Wim. Wim just let us know. Nice. Thanks, nice. Wim. Big day for um, Wim. Yeah, yeah <laughs> huge, <laughs> yeah. huge. Um, oh, a movie I forgot about, Aquaman three or Aquaman two is uh, coming out. Uh, but there's a uh, most likely there will be an Aquaman three, and uh, Peter Safran said that Jason always saw Aquaman as a trilogy. So how this will fit into <laughs> of course their their chapter, if it'll be a chapter, you know, part three will be a chapter two thing. I don't know. But looks like there'll be two more Aquaman movies. Um, I think so, Jason's yeah. agent also saw it as a trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, oh, another movie I forgot about was Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Don't know too much about that one either, but that'll be happening, um, which is pretty cool. You know, the Hollywood Reporter had a really good article about this whole thing, and it gives you a little synopsis of every single thing that's coming out, which is nice. Great. It says Supergirl Tomorrow t- uh, taking his cues from recent Tom King written uh, miniseries. This movie uh, promises a different take than what most of when Superman's cousin comes to mind. We'll see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl raised on a rock a chip off of Krypton and who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for 14 years of her life. (laughs) And then comes Earth. (laughs) Damn. Shit. looks like Booster Gold also will be on HBO Max, that series. Yeah, Yeah, it'll be a Booster Gold series, yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Blue Beetle? Uh, I didn't see anything. That remains canon, right? He said Blue Beetle's going to remain canon. Yeah, Blue Beetle's still happening. I I think this is... I think this announcement thing was for what he's talking about in the future and the big things. Yeah, right. Blue Beetle's still happening as far as I believe, yeah. Yeah, it's still cool. going to remain canon, so. Did you see the uh, synopsis for the Creature Commandos? No, 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 I didn't look into that one. Listen to this. This is crazy. A seven-episode animated series, it's going to be animated, written by Gunn that is already in production. Originally a team of classic monsters assembled to fight Nazis. This is a modern take on the concept. The voice actors are yet to be cast. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hunters for DC. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Hunters. And they have mm-hmm. a um, they have a picture for it, Bill. Ooh. Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. Here it is. Creature 
commandos. It's kind of a, a cool take, having monsters be the, the commandos. There they are. Creature huh. commandos. Yeah. Hmm. James, that has James Gunn written all over it, dude. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be his uh, DC Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, right. Uh, that's pretty much all the all the DC news. I only have a couple more things. Nothing too big. Um, let me go through here. So Netflix has been talking about their uh, idea or their plan to squash on people sharing their passwords for their Netflix accounts. Sons of bitches. So they have debuted their plan and how they're going to implement it and stuff like that. So their plan is, is that once every 31 days, your device must log into the home Wi-Fi network on your account or else it'll be blocked. So yeah, so every 31 days you got to log in. Um this is the this is kind of <laughs> on the ticker there. Yeah. Um for your Patreon people. Uh this is not the first time that I've seen this. So uh uh, I use YouTube TV, so do my parents, and so do you know Raj and all that. I am not in the home network or the home area uh, as as the rest of them, you know. So I, I'm in a different area. So what I have to do, luckily for me, I go see my parents and see Raj and all that on a uh, you know, on a monthly basis. Go go up there for a weekend, and I log in on my YouTube TV app in the well home done. area. Well done. You know my Roku TV here doesn't know that I'm not in Damn, over there. Bro. So yeah, so this is not the first time. So I, it's not that big of a pain in the ass uh, if you're still within the general region of of where that Wi-Fi is, but it can't be because there'll be times where I forget and I'm like, well, fuck. Now, now it's saying, bitch, you ain't got no fucking YouTube TV, and I'm like, well, ain't that a bitch? But um, but yeah, so so I, I don't think it's the end of the world for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good uh, Google or or no, what is it? Alphabet's gonna come after me now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I, it's it's not the end of the world, folks. It's just something something new, something I thought was gonna happen eventually. The fact that it took this long was a bit shocking. In my, <laughs> you're right about that. I know. How yeah. much money they fucking lost on that shit. <sighs> so yeah, and then one more one more streaming streaming news or something that that was interesting. So uh, Paramount. Um, I think I think Paramount is Viacom or Comcast, yeah. whatever you want to call them. But they, you know, their Paramount Plus uh, uh, app exists. You know, it's Sheridan, Sheridan mm-hmm. Plus. There's yeah. also the Showtime Yellowstone app. Plus. Yeah, Yellowstone Plus. There's the Showtime app. They're just gonna smash them together. Showtime yeah. and Paramount Plus. You you'll be able to pay a little bit more and get get access to this Showtime stuff. And it's also gonna come over to uh, come under a new name, probably Sheridan Plus. I don't fucking know. Oh no, I know the name. I read it. It's the stupidest name in history. Oh, They're no. literally calling this Paramount Plus and time. Showtime. No, and Showtime. It should, it should just be Paramount Time. It should be Paramount Time. Or like, show me. Sheridan show, Time. Show, no, it should be Show Me the Money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that really the fucking name? Yeah, Paramount Plus and Showtime. No. They could, I swear, I read, somebody goes, this is the stupidest name. At least make something like original. Like if you're gonna eat up an, a a company, paradigm, like <laughs> paradigm, yeah. I don't know. So Lame. yeah, so yeah. Um, I but know some, some cool some shows of, like Yellow Jackets and yeah, you know, yeah, and, you uh, some, Your Honor. Everybody's just raving about mm-hmm. Your Honor. 
for all you Brian Cranston fans, they say it's yeah. uh, it's phenomenal. Yes, yeah, Showtime has has a few shows. It's it's no uh, it's no slouch. No, it's definitely no slouch. So, yeah. And they're after dark stuff. Woo! <laughs> more of a more of a Skinamax kind of guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, and that's that's all I have. <laughs> I, I have more bits, but I'll I'll save them for next week. I've, oh I've yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah. Been kind of dry the past couple weeks, so, so I, I I got a stash. Your bits them. have been dry. Yes, as they have been. Yeah, a little, okay. a little, uh, a little crusty. Ugh, for God's sakes! All right, well, I think it's time to end this thing with some Last of Us, and I know King Tom, T- King Tom, you're living vicariously through us. Haas, our friend Haas Burkhardt used to listen to the Sith List. Um, hopefully, he still does, but he used to listen to the Sith List, and he never watched The Walking Dead ever. But he thought he he did because he would get the recaps from us, and uh, he felt like he was watching the show. So I hope you're like getting. I'm, I'm getting kind of the best. You're getting it's the even best. better. Well, almost as good as watching the real thing. No, it's better. Not. But it's better. <laughs> oh, it is better. You think so? Oh, it's better. Dude. Yeah, we know. Well, well, work. well, Randy, we had such a amazing episode, in my opinion. So I think you should. Uh, yeah, please let us uh, run this thing. Run this thing, buddy. All right, so um, this week they did an episode uh, focusing on two other survivors outside of Ellie and Joel, um, Bill and Frank, and it was, usually they start the episodes with flashbacks, and they didn't this week because about 80% of the episode was a flashback where they followed this one survivor and his life in the 20 years uh, since the pandemic um it was very much a love story i think it was very well written um but let's uh get some opinions from you guys who wants to start off here i will i loved it man i was blown away by it. i didn't watch it until today so it was tough to to stay unspoiled um you know again i love nick offerman and the approach to this the believability of the characters and how well they were portrayed just floored me and i again was shocked at how quickly i became emotionally attached to these these people these characters and the arc of their story and how joel fit into that it woof it just was so well done. And I feel like anything I say is just going to be going in circles about it. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome without just, you know, going over it beat by beat. But the way they told the story, the the gap in time, but it's still the same people in the life they were able to build and the amount of normalcy they tried to have in these in the the time they're in. And these two most unlikely people who met by accident and I, I don't know man there's so many really good shots in this like the camera work was superb you know there's one part when it's like super emotional where they show the hole that he fell in at the beginning and the scene where they're eating strawberries and you mm-hmm. know they haven't tasted fruit in forever and they're like this, the giggles and the sheer joy of it was so real. It was so real. Oh my God. I loved this episode. I just loved it. It's interesting how they do like these large, like 
these large swaths of like the milestones of like a relationship. Mm-hmm. They have like the argument. They have the uh, the uh, bargaining, and you know, like uh, negotiating about certain things. Mm-hmm. And they have those moments of just pure joy. And uh, there's only so much you can do over to, to explain what a healthy relationship is in such a large span so they showed you just like key moments and say like mm-hmm. hey this is kind of what this relationship was made up of and it, it's it's crazy just because that is probably the happiest story we're going to get from the show but it really was a freaking happy story even considering the fact it's happening right. in the zombie-esque apocalypse the way they did the scene where the raiders showed up Mm-hmm. And how they touched on it and showed the horrific nature of it. And then you see what happens and the way. It, I mean, I full spoilers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. full spoilers. It, okay. So, so, you know, when he gets shot, Frank gets him inside and you assume he's he's not going to make it. And mm-hmm. you hear the way they cross cut the scene and faded it in, but the audio was quick cut. Mm-hmm. And he says his name, and it has that echoey sound that makes you think, "Oh, that's symbolizing him leaving." Yeah, the earth. Right. and it wasn't. And it was like the relief I felt when that happened was just amazing. And the how they got to the end and the way they handled it, it it was just like magic. It was just magical. It, I God, I love the episode. I want Amanda to watch it so badly. What do you guys think? Uh, I'll go real quick, man. I, I this is my favorite episode, and, and uh, I watched it with you guys and got emotional. Watched it the second time with Lorena and just like wept. I think I was texting uh, you, Randy, while I was weeping. Yeah. Uh, and I could hear her. I didn't look at her because I didn't want her to see me weeping. Um, I had a massive Grogu pillow between us, but the one that Brittany bought us, boo. But I could hear her. <laughs> I could hear her crying too. Um, and it, it was weird that it hit me harder the second time, um, knowing what was going to happen. But I, it's such a, the show is just so great at showing you this like brutality, but doing it in such a beautiful way that. Uh, it's just like a beautiful disaster as you know three level right yeah. but it's it, it, it it's just like uh it's hard to explain the show it's it was that's so a, well, be- that's what's kind of funny because like we like the la- first two episodes we very much were focused on because that's the interesting part is like the fungus the virus but yeah. that very much is the backstage to the relationships that happen on the show that is the story the story of it is the different ways people find love, like in the most like brutal situations. Yeah, right. And last week we talked about how aesthetically, how devastating the fungus is on society and and buildings and the roads, but it looks beautiful. This time they did it into inside human beings, uh, but you know, it, it didn't take over, but the situation did. You know what I mean? Right. Eric talked about how that scene where um, you hear the echo, and you think he's gone, but they, the next shot is you still devastated because you know something horrible happened to Frank. Is it Frank or Bill? Bill. Bill. Something happened, something horrible happened to Bill. Uh, and you're trying to, you're still worried about what happened in the last scene, but now you're like focused on, 
oh my God, does he have cancer? Oh my God, why is he aged so bad? Why is he in a wheelchair? So I, yeah. I, they just do such a great job. And the and seeing Pedro Pascal, seeing Joel devastated because the letter, and I don't know if you guys ca- caught this, but the letter highlights certain words. Um, if you if you rewatch it and you look at the letter while he's reading it, certain words pop out. And one was obviously Tess. And the other, um, some keywords keep her safe. So he, what I didn't realize the first time we watched this was if she stayed alive for a couple of days, they might have stayed in that compound. That compound was given to him and her yeah. to stay there forever. And he could have made a life out of yeah, it. So and when I think he's that's walking what, like out, yes. like outdoors, he's like having a moment where he's like really, really mourning yes. that loss. Exactly, man. And that, that was devastating. But to also know that what Frank told him in that letter is we're here to protect people and to save people. And that is your primary job now. Bill is Nick Offerman's character. Right. Okay, yes. Bill. Bill. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, what I was saying, yeah, flip that. Bill. Yeah. So that was just, um, yeah, that was just, uh, just, just brutal and beautiful. And Murray Bartlett. And uh, Nick Offerman, I mean, if they don't win Emmys for guest appearance, you know how they have that category on shows where if you're a guest appearance, if they're not nominated for an Emmy, I don't know what is, man. It was just great. To add on to that, I think uh, at the time when he's reading that, he's still, he's not thinking about Tess or Ellie. I think he's thinking about his brother. Oh, I think so. Now he's, uh, the first thing he mentions, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Yeah. I think my brother's in trouble in this place. I got to go help him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I get that. Me. Yeah. No, 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 I I definitely uh, get that. But I think his initial like, oh my God, what the F was like, this could have been different. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, this could have been different if Tess was here. That's I'm why he said don't say, ever say her name again. Uh, I'm gonna say one thing that I really that really stuck with me. Uh two words. I'm satisfied. Yeah. And I think that's okay, we don't all want to kill ourselves, but like you know, at the end of it all, I, I think those are, you know, when you when it's time to go and you look back and it's just like, you know, did I, I'm satisfied. You know, it's one of yeah. those things. Just, I'm old and I'm satisfied. It, it, you know, I did everything. I lived my life. You know, we've had, you know, he had everything. That was the whole thing. Like Randy said during our reaction, like they lived a legitimate life in a post-apocalyptic scenario. Like in a landscape yeah. where nobody's, you're either going to live under uh, reckless authoritarianism or organized authoritarianism. And for him to be able to maintain enough mm-hmm. of an infrastructure to support two people in a lavish way and also to, you know, establish some type of communication with other people and have dinner right. and have guests yeah. and all Great that point. stuff, you know. And then, you know, when the things that you can't, when we get sent back to the, the Stone Age, if you want to call it that, or the Bronze Age or whatever, medicine is not as advanced so ultimately you know when you run into that one thing that you can't just beat there's no more pills to take there's no actual like you said where we're gonna go find an mri at like you know it's like Mm -hmm. ah man so it's just those two words really stuck with me it's like they got to do their thing i mean he went from you know cooking his own gourmet meals for himself to like actually entertaining a guest and in that becoming a love i i 
I hated that. What did I say? It's like this is not going to end well because it's yeah, you said that when we're watching the tragedy. Well. This, there's going to be tragedy. Yeah, but they just took us on this yeah like, journey, this, this thing, this 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 ride, the scenic route. If there, if you ever want to call it the scenic route, this was yeah. the scenic route. It was great. Uh, but now we're going to be back to our regular schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ooh, whatever's coming now <laughs> exactly. because they're in a vehicle and they're going out, out into the wilds now. It's it's going to be very interesting what happens going forward. You, you know, we know we, we didn't talk about this before before we get into Boo's uh, reaction, but I, uh, one thing you just said um, was that they had a great situation going. Is this probably the best situation we've ever seen people have during a yes. zombie apocalypse? 100. Hands down, Easily. right? Easily. 100%. Like Easily. I thought um, I thought I, I thought Alexandria and The Walking Dead was was pretty good. Yeah, that solar Alexandria was power. Pretty good. Yeah, the houses <laughs> yeah. were newer. But yeah, yeah, Alexandria Alexandria was pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, and the they, they definitely had the utilities and all that, but yeah, they, like and they, they were, like legitimately were. I mean, at least from what we saw, anyways, they were kind of like shielded from all that and were able to maintained like a, a very grow small as people. Strong yeah, dude went to Home Depot and stocked up whenever he wanted to. Shit, like, they had a yeah, hot like water, he became a better water. person during the apocalypse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and the se- yeah, you're right. That's true. Yeah. And the second point I want to make is I am very happy that it was two gay men. You know, I'm I'm very happy that that when people are watching this and it tugs at people's hearts that maybe some of those people out there wouldn't think they'd be tugged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. everything that I've seen has been so positive about this. And it's shows like this that puts these kind of um I don't know, these kind of situations to make people realize that people love the same way, man. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, woman and woman. Love is love, and it, it doesn't really matter at all. And I, and I, we, I was really worried about the backlash we were going to get uh, on YouTube, and it was 99% great. And there were a couple of people that have talked shit haven't brought that up, even though that's exactly why they're talking shit. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, 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 was, I was pleasantly surprised with this, the reaction of people, which was super cool. I I think yeah I think that just speaks to how beautiful and well done well written of an episode this was because it's it's hard to find anything anything bad or things you would change it's just a beautiful sad story and but the the most beautiful part about it is that the world is over it's it's gone The, the apocalypse kicked in it's been twenty years of garbage. You know, people are dead. You know, there there's raiders. You know, there, you know, you you know, you have the beginning story of well, we're not sick. Well, we can't take care of you, so we're just gonna take you out back here and shoot you, kind of thing, or load you up in a truck, get you out, shoot you, and move on. You know, you get that aspect of it, but then you see that there can be something out of this. Something beautiful can happen. You know, it takes a lot. It takes a lot and takes some damn luck and, and a lot of other things, but it beautiful things can come out of this and just how how they how they show their relationship, the growth, the the not just between them, but them separately as people, how they're able to create other relationships, you know, like I, I, I agree with Nick Offerman. I ain't making no fucking friends. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming no over. 
We have no, no fuck. There's no fucking friends. The apocalypse. Everybody's getting shot. Are you kidding me? Hell, we're no. gonna invite him to a garden party. What is yeah, exactly. I go to share food. He had the gun on the table. I'm like, yeah. of course. Yeah, and that's something like like Joel's aware of. Like when they're talking at that little garden party thing, he's like, you yeah. know, he's all this thing. It, this this fence is gonna last you like a year, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm just thinking about your life or lives. lives like he's like uh, using yeah. like. He's genius. manipulating like his loves, like get like mm-hmm. what he wants. And like we this is cool that we got to see this, but we're gonna get to see hopefully like the other sides of love that aren't as pretty like the dark side of what you're willing mm-hmm. to do for uh right. someone. And we get yeah. to see and we get to see Joel um we get to see Joel smile. I don't know if you guys notice <laughs> he smiles a tiny bit a little in bit. the car. Uh, when she makes oh, that yeah. crack about Linda Ronstadt, he looks at her and smiles, and she notices him smile, and him putting the seatbelt on around her. Um, yeah, he, he's in, he's in, and he, and she realizes it too, right then and there. Mm-hmm. Oh, because oh, so yeah, good, because so he tells her this is what's going on, and that's the first time that she's she's she feels that okay, this this guy's gonna help me. He's gonna take care yeah. of me. He's gonna get me to where I need to go. Because all the other time, they kind of seem at odds, but going in the same direction. Now I think they're actually working together. I know it's it's. It, I uh, uh, watched the episode with Brittany. She thought it was a beautiful, sad episode, yeah. and she, but she thought it was great. And I told her, I feel like this is the this is the end of the tutorial for the game. Yeah. Like the game has now oh. begun. Like you see yeah. oh, right after, right as they get in the car and they pull out of the garage and you get that, that look of them leaving, going down the street. Like you'll see the last of us logo pop up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And now the game has begun. Wow. Now the story yeah. has begun kind of thing. So that's, that's the feel that I that's got a good out way of to it. look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Joel he, pretty much breaks it down for us. Right. I mean, he, uh, Randy was yeah. been talking about this theory for a while. Mm-hmm. He breaks down on what he thinks happened. And I, that's, Pretty much exactly how it mm-hmm. went down. Oh yeah, yeah. The food supply. Yeah, the grain, yeah, the flour, and all the that. Wheat, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, just just a it, it, it's yeah it, it this as its own contained story. Incredible for it to be part of this. That's a that's a high bar to to, to follow. So so hopefully the show yeah, can right. keep up. You know with the uh, with with what they've already put out just in this uh, third episode. So. Just yeah, incredible. Actually, uh, it went up another twelve percent on first day viewers. Like it's continually mm-hmm. like getting like more viewers. It's, it's awesome. becoming it's becoming the thing. Like it's becoming what Game of Thrones was. It's becoming mm-hmm. what Sopranos was. I'm listening to sports talk and they're talking about Last of Us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's becoming that thing. Uh, yeah. Which I, I just hope they can keep it up with these episodes, man. There's like yeah. obviously like milestone moments that are going to happen, but to keep that like they did such a good job with the thematic of this episode and mm-hmm. stay like the thematic like you feel it like everyone has like kind of like uh the same mindset of what this story was about this episode and i right. hope they continue doing that with the uh episodes coming up Ugh, can't wait man can't wait it's a hbo god damn it you've done it again they they, they continue to do it <sighs> and they got the balls the balls to keep this this season this show going during the super bowl and during the oscars Mm-hmm. They're, it's going to be on, gonna be on during the Super Bowl. The, both of them. Yeah. So yeah. So so it, HBO knows what they have and what they're putting out there and all that. That's how they're, <laughs> they're slapping it down on the table. This is what we got. Enjoy. You see, yeah. You see less less than nice face right now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm practicing my. Hey, it's me, Randy. Welcome to the Super <laughs> 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 Another reaction. Oh man. 
Well, that's some, that is some fucking arrogance, dude. But good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah go for, for it. All right. Well, that was awesome, man. I, I, I cannot wait to see where this thing goes. And Pedro Pascal is going to be on SNL this week. And so uh, I'm sure they'll do something funny about Mandalorian. And, and he's got, yeah, I was going to say, he's got some other show coming up. And Narcos. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? It's the, it's the year of the Pascal. Man, yeah, it's been sure. like five years of the guy, dude. Come on. I know the guy's yeah, just been really. it's been steamrolling. He deserves everything. up on Game of Thrones. Of it, man. He's a great actor. Prince Oberyn Martell. He's been on fire, dude. Just on yeah. fire, setting everything. Two Game of Thrones ablaze. alums just killing it right now. Just setting mm-hmm. everything ablaze. Just, just mm, scorched earth. Pedro Pascal. Right. All right, guys. I think we should end it right there. Oh. Randy, where can people find you? Oh, we You were scuba diving? Is that what you said? Oh, yeah, you can find me scuba diving <laughs> on the internet. Um, <laughs> give me an address if you find it. There it is. Boo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List, Boo. Nice. Now, you guys are probably going, hey, why are you playing Harry Styles back? First of all, I don't mind Harry Styles. I like him a lot. But this is not Harry Styles. This is Arcade Fire doing Harry Styles. Here we go. I was on a little uh, Arcade Fire kick um, last couple days. Underrated band. It's amazing what you can do when you have, like, 10 musicians in a band. Well, like 15. Oh. Oh, but like some of them are playing like you know a coke can do. You Didn't know what I mean? Do yeah. get into trouble recently? Arcade Fire? Well, one of them did. Oh, I don't know. I hope not. That sucks. If that's the case, they do some great covers. They do New Order covers. They do. Uh, you know, this one's on BBC. And this was recent, so hopefully he didn't get into them. So, but it, King Tom Chesky, no, you're not in trouble. Where can not. people find you? <laughs> You can find me not getting into trouble on uh, Patreon shows for uh, Sith List, Steel Wars, Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest. And you can also find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I will be mispronouncing Trandoshans just to get Eric to tweet at me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. We haven't seen this in a while, guys. And This is at the end of the podcast, and hopefully he's still watching, but I want to play this. And for the people listening, this is Skate or Die. If you remember this game. And then we have our friend, Steel Saunders. Wait for it. Ah! There it is. <laughs> there it is. Okay. So. The bubble. The red bubble, <sighs> the bubble yeah. Me. It's just the best, yeah. Les, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at lessismore 78 You can also find me on this podcast and on our Sithless YouTube channel and also in a lab running samples and tests. In a yes. massive, massive lab coat. You know. And the gym. <laughs> and the gym. Yeah. And the gym. That's can you even button the lab coat, Les? Or, or are you yes, just too yes, big yes, for that? Yes, it was big enough, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Eric, where can people find you? 
uh, you can find me on my other podcast, the man, that's loud. Uh, the bad motivators. <laughs> Is that loud for you right now? Oh, yeah. Very. Oh, it's like three times louder than it's been at all. Oh, You can find me on my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, and uh, the Bluey podcast I do with my family, Dinner with the Healers. Check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217, and follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. There you go. Can you guys even hear it right now? Just a hint. Oh, okay. Because it was at at level nine, and now it's at level seven. So that's insane. Okay. Uh, Boo, did I go to you yet? Yeah, yeah, you got me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Everybody's in. Guys, check us out. Uh, check me out at Sitlist. Anywhere uh, social media is uh, available. And uh, again, thank you for listening to 339. And we will catch you next week on, it's probably going to get louder, episode 340 of The Sitlist. Oh, in this world